Well, listen here, Oprah. Let me tell you something. Uh, when I was a small little beaver, because <laughs> I think it like a grown ass beaver, though. TD Jakes look like a grown ass beaver. Do not talk about TD Jakes. Half man, half beaver. When I was a baby, Oprah, when I was a baby beaver, Bishop Beaver. Bishop Beaver, Beady Snakes, TD Jakes. This is Bishop TD Jakes. This is another episode of Decoding 40. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is L.O., live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up, it's your boy Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up, this is Allard, and I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. <laughs> Hello, Google. I just do heroin. That sounds gross. No, y'all just trying to play me out. Oh, I'm being a pack. <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, and I'm here with my main man. What's good, everybody? This is your boy L.O.A.K.A. The would-be tender swindler. It's your boy Vin in the building. How's everybody doing today on this Super Bowl Sunday? Who do you got? Nobody cares. I don't. <laughs> fuck the Super Bowl. Fuck Doritos. Fuck Nike. Fuck whatever the fuck. They're all a bunch of money-grabbing bastards. And fuck the beers. Fuck Blood Diamonds. <laughs> Just doesn't stop. Fuck K-Jules. Fuck. Fuck Sears and Roebuck. Fuck Macy's. Fuck Polo. Fuck Tommy Hilfiger. All right. Fuck a Fuck Nike. Fuck Adidas. Fuck Puma. Fuck Sikorny's. Get him! Fuck Patrick Ewins. Fuck Michael Jordan. Fuck Larry Fuck Mike. Fuck Michael Jackson. Fuck Prince. Fuck them all. Get him! Fuck the NFL. Fuck Roger Goodell. Fuck their racist policies. Fuck them for not fucking with black people. Fuck them for fucking with uh, uh, Mr. Neal. I can't think of his name right now. It escapes me, but it doesn't matter. Fuck them. Fuck Major League Baseball and fuck the NBA and fuck them in the mouth. Oh, my God. This is what I've been asking you to do on social media. Maybe not so many fucks. Fuck them. Much less fucks. What's what's that fucking Casper the Ghost looking motherfucker that runs Facebook? What's his name? (laughs) What's his name? Fuck Michael or Mark or whatever the fuck your name is. Sucker bird, sucker dick. Suck a bird's ass. Wow. Somebody's on one. Fuck a bird. Suck a bird. (laughs) Berg these balls. These nuts. Yo, this show could not get past censors first two minutes. That's it's a fucking for gazing. We couldn't even go on for the fuck. I'm going for the fuck record right now. Yo, you still going. Hello, sir. How many fucks was that, sir? I think I'm out of it. And that's 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 it. Well, well done, sir. This is Alaric. So I have a question. 
before I ask everybody what's going on in their life, do you guys feel like, because it is Super Bowl Sunday, do you guys feel like overall there has been a huge decrease in black viewership of football specifically? Well, I could say 100% decline in my household. Same. I mean, I used to watch football religiously all day Sunday, yep. Monday night football, yep. and definitely for the playoffs. I never really got into Thursday night football. It just it never really fit in my schedule. But, man, I'm, I'm talking like 12 o'clock games, the 3 o'clock game, yep. the 8 o'clock, 8, 8 p.m. game. That was me all Sunday. Dun, 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 dun. Could not. And my wife and I were the same way. Like that was that became our ritual. That became exactly. our thing. We would watch football. And um, honestly, this this season is probably the most we've watched. And we still didn't watch every game. Mm-hmm. We may may have watched one game every two weeks, or maybe watched two games in the in on a Sunday every two weeks. But we definitely weren't following the seasons like that. I still have not watched a full game in at least three years. Yeah. I may have watched a couple of plays. I've I've never been uh, a sports person. I like, I mean, the one sport that I like because I actually played it was baseball. But anything else, like football, football, I like I like to play those sports, but to watch it and sit there and watch the game, I've never been a person to be fanatical like that. You know what I mean? You got motherfuckers who know the names. Yeah, that's Johnson B. He ran two hundred yards in college. He went to the University of Michigan. He's six foot two. His mother's name is Miriam. <laughs> Motherfuckers know everything about the player. Like I never, I never been that type of person. But I, I had bought into the football hype so deep. I remember when Howie Long was inducted into the Hall of Fame, and there's a line in his speech where he says, "Baseball may be America's uh, pastime, but football is America's passion." And I was like. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, I could not give two. I could not care less about football. Yeah. It is it is crazy how just stepping away from the game and it had a lot to do with the politics of what was happening right. uh, with Kaepernick, uh, particularly. But then everything that fell out, fell out from that just really turned me off from the game entirely. However, if Byron Allen does pull off <laughs> buying the uh, Denver Broncos, you will see me in a Denver Bronco uh, jersey watching their games every Sunday. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that. That would make me a fan of the Broncos. And as my boy said, I, I'd be buying a Shannon Sharp uh, retro jersey with a <laughs> in a heartbeat. I was just curious about that because a lot of people I know that used to watch football religiously have just stopped. But yeah, I, I think that's why they're doing this uh, this halftime show, which everyone is excited about. But everyone is also saying. Um, I can't believe there's a football game during the Dr. Dre and Mary J. Blige concert, which I thought exactly. was hilarious. Right. But true. I think I think more folks are going tuning in for that, and then they're going to turn it off. Yep. And the teams they don't care about the Bengals yeah. and the Rams. All right. Yeah. Could not care less. No. Yeah. It almost feels like it's it's engineered to try to get. I don't know why, but I feel like they're trying to trying to. Trying well, to no, they definitely best. selected the 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 performers. To bring attention. Yeah. We got to bring the colors back to the game. The colors by the jerseys. The colors, you know, they support us. We need their money back. And it just falls into the same uh, visuals of, no, you can't be a part of ownership, but you can entertain us. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, what could stop What could stop Byron, Byron Allen from acquiring that? Could they not? The NFL. They, uh, they the could NFL. vote. They, 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 they could. Yes. 
Yeah. Yes, they can vote to say he can't have it, even though even if he can afford to buy it. That's the same way that Bill Cosby had the money to buy NBC, but the, the purchase was blocked. The thing about Byron, though, is I think he's shown that he will take your ass to court mm-hmm. and he will probably win. <laughs> so I feel like if they're going to mess with him, go ahead. But he's not going to take it lying down. And he got good lawyers because he keep winning. That's what I'm he's saying. Been winning, he's, he's been winning decisions and cases back to back to back to back. So I don't know who his lawyers are, but he, he got some heavy hitters. Well, Robert Kraft and uh, I think Adele actually wanted, wanted to co-sign him. I know Robert Kraft was one of the people to co-sign him to buy, the, buy a team or buy the Broncos. So you get some – if you get like – if you get racist Jerry Jones behind you, Jerry Jones might agree with it just because he wants to come across as not being a racist piece of shit that he is. Well, well right now they they have a problem because they have the, this Rooney rule, which which says that whenever there's a, a vacant – head coach position, they must interview black candidates. I don't know the specific number of black candidates they have to, to uh, interview, but um, they're interviewing black candidates with no intention of hiring them. Hmm. Thus the Brian Flores uh, lawsuit. Exactly. Them, so. Because they, they don't have any intention of hiring them. So I think that if they do let this sail through with, with Byron Allen, it's to try to take off all of that heat. Because they're still carrying Kaepernick heat. Now they got this Brian Flores heat. CTE. We better, and we don't have any ownership, black ownership. They're gonna they're gonna try to uh they're gonna try to alleviate some of the stress. And and what about uh Mike McDaniels talking about he's uh, happy to, he's proud to be biracial. Who? The new head coach. And what? The new head you didn't hear about this? So the new head coach of the Miami Dolphins said that he is oh proud to guy. be. Yes, his mom is white, white, and his dad is black. He said my he's mom proud to be. Is white. My dad is black. He raised <laughs> racism. But, <laughs> but I, but I, but I don't know. I want to watch the whole interview if it's available because I want to have context around why he said that. Yeah, I, I think he it just came out wrong, and he it probably in his mind it sounded like oh yeah this is really cool kumbaya type of language, but. In real life, in real world, it just sounded like a dumbass statement. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't hear it. I don't know. Anyway, now that we've done the football part of our show, what <laughs> is going on? That was on? a sports section. That was a sports section. This weekend <laughs> in racist sports, what's going on in your lives, fellas? I'll go first because I've got a, a pickup from my last week. Um, so I told you guys last week that the MTA is trash. Update, I'm happy to report that it is not trash. It is super trash. <laughs> it's um, hot garbage. It's hot garbage. Fire dump truck garbage. Garbage garbage truck juice, 90 degrees. Dog. Going it's down to five, and that little water's leaking out the back of the truck. That's what it smells like. <laughs> I'm on a train the other day with my son. I picked him up from school. We're headed home. <sighs> I hear somebody tapping something on the bench or the seats. I don't really pay much attention to it, but I do see a woman who's sitting opposite of us to our right get up and move from the seat that she was in then i noticed that there's a homeless looking gentleman who was sitting on the opposite side of the bench of her then this dude proceeds to try to smoke in the train oh by the way he attempted to smoke crack in the train (laughs) (laughs) next stop crack So before before the lighter, he's flicking the lighter, and before it actually 
the, the flame, you know, uh, gets live or gets lit. I go, hey, bro, bro. He turns to me, surprised that there are other people on the train, and says, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know I couldn't do that. Hold on. <laughs> he was like, he was like, if nobody says nothing, <laughs> I'm going to do my thing. It has, literally, that was his uh, approach. So he gets off the next stop, and I, I would imagine he's going to, he went on and smoked his merry little heart away. But um, how do you how do you know it was cracked though? How, do, how did you know? Like, did you? I've see seen it? a crack pipe before. It certainly was not a pipe, a regular pipe or tobacco pipe. Uh huh. <laughs> it wasn't a cigarette, and uh, it wasn't a blunt. So it was the crack pipe. Okay. So yeah, so that's where we are with the MTA right now. Um, it it is it is crazy. I came home. I told my wife, "All right, we're back in the market for a car." See, Leon. A few a few months ago, we were talking about these uh, places that they wanted to build in Harlem for people to safely do their drugs. And this is why and I was saying that, for it. huh? This is why I'm an advocate for it. I'm not saying they should or shouldn't. I'm saying that they should equally distribute yeah, the I load. Agree I agree with that. And this is why, because th that guy now goes from further uptown or downtown to the safe spot. And if all the safe spots are in black and brown neighborhoods, then they become overrun with people who aren't from there who are coming there to do I, I get that. that that wasn't a part of your argument I was disagreeing with I was saying that these people need resources now and if they are here let's get them resources now but that's not to stop here in Harlem or any other black and brown neighborhood I, I want those resources to be spread around the city but I want people here to have access to that because they really need it and it's it's getting worse, particularly at 125th. Well, I personally like to go to 57th and 5th and to Central <laughs> Park to smoke my crack because the view is always very nice. Right. And, and I don't even think... time the bitches be out, so it's like, whatever. <laughs> the summer dresses. I don't even think... Undresses uh, and crack rock, yo. <laughs> that's, that's my Saturday. Um, I don't even think that uh, greater police presence is is the answer i think more resources that can help them uh with health health finding shelter safe shelter whatever resources that they need but i think the city is failing people significantly and we need to really address people where they are first and then try to find better ways to um, get those resources across the city and spread them out as as you were advocating for. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so the other thing, um, the other piece I, you know, I like to occasionally recommend something to watch. I have been watching quite a few movies and TV shows. I'm going to recommend you guys check out The Girl Before. It's on HBO Max. It's with, sister, I cannot pronounce her name, but it's it looks like a beautiful name. Mgubu Mbatha Raw. I'm sure I murdered her name. And Daniel Oyelowo. Pretty fascinating story about an uh, architect who built a house and um, is grieving the death of his wife and daughter who died during the construction of that house and how he's dealing with it. And there is a subsequent murder that occurs. 
So it's a feel good story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna <laughs> right now. It warms my heart. <laughs> it's gonna warm Disney. It gave me four warm hearts. <laughs> I'm Speaking of Disney, warm hearts. Speaking of Disney, I know you're not gonna watch Disney, but Questlove and Black Thought have put together this series of animated shorts to, I guess. Uh, uplift the idea of black people and black kids being able to uh, vocalize their frustration or thoughts or any type of distress they might have, particularly when it comes to race. And it's really good. It's called uh, Rise Up. And uh, they deal with microaggressions. They deal with black girls' hair and and names. And there's another one. Oh, and uh, there's a short where a, a white woman grabs her purse and walks across the street when she sees two black boys and they do this thing. Um, it is a musical. Alaric, I'm going to just put that out there. I, I saw a clip. It was okay. cute, but I'm not watching the whole thing. So I, it's I mean, it's, a on, musical, it's only five minutes. It's only five minutes. And it's on Disney. You shouldn't have even said it in Alaric's presence. That's but like, but it, it actually is really good. And speaking of musicals, I'm going to say this and I'll get out. I watched Encanto this afternoon and it also is pretty good. It also is a musical. So uh, that knocks that out. But there's three picks that you, that you can choose, two of which you can watch with your kids. I'm talking to the great audience because I know Alaric's not going to watch. Yeah, you, you you consume a massive amount of content. I have a lot of I I, I don't know how you find the time, sir, but I do try I, to watch your pics. I, I do I do multitask. I do multitask. So if you ask me about specifics of a show, it's likely I was not paying attention that deeply. <laughs> <laughs> but I do try to you know tune in here and there. Niggas um, are singing or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> They were singing and they was happy and, you know, that's what I got out of it. Right. But yeah, this is Leon. Uh, that's my time. And I am done speaking. Yo, this is Vincent, a.k.a. Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. Follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat at all. And go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Coding 40, <laughs> goddammit. No. So last week I'm at work and I get a phone call from my wife. And she says, somebody in my son's class just tested positive for COVID. And we have to pick him up right now. And I'm at work. She's in the office that day. We're so grateful to my mother-in-law that she's around to help us out because she was able to go and pick him up. So, you know, he's in quarantine for the next uh, five days. And, um, you know, we have to test him tonight uh, and then test him tomorrow. We tested him twice already. He's been negative. So that's good. But, um I'm just glad it's happening now and not like a couple of months ago where they would have been quarantined for 10 days. And and then that would have been a whole other shit show. Um, but he got to spend some time with granny. Granny took care of him for the week. And uh, so he had a good time. Omicron showed up. Yeah. He's, he's not been vaccinated. And um no, my my son is three, so he doesn't. No, I thought they had opened it up to younger kids under five. Mm, I don't think so. Not yet. I think I think they were doing testing. Approved. 
Oh, okay. yeah, it hasn't oh, been fully approved. Has any of this been approved? I'm just joking. <laughs> I think they're doing trials with the younger ones. I mean, if it was available, we definitely would have got gotten mm-hmm. him vaccinated. Um, because we we you know he's, we're vaccinated for everything else. Why not? Uh, yeah, COVID. I, I still haven't understood the argument around that, but. No, about I, not I vaccinating. Yeah, about or, not vaccinating. Vaccinate. About not not vaccinating. I yeah. I had thought I heard that they had opened it up for kids under five, but I'm probably mistaken. Yeah. Go on. So as soon as they open that up, he he's gonna go get it. They're, they're pretty good with that stuff. Like they don't they they get shots. Both kids get shots to the doctor. We don't have a lot of crying. Nothing. They go in knowing they're going to get a shot, and you don't really—they're not resisting. They, you know, like whatever. I need to be vaccinated. (laughs) (laughs) I was not like that as a kid, but good for them. They—they're kind of tough. You was a screamer. um, I wasn't a screamer. I particularly one time I actually jumped off of the exam table, and um ran out of the room and was doing a uh, <laughs> stiff arming and just doing my best Heisman uh, moves through the hospital and people were literally trying to grab at me. I made it down the hallway. It was a long hallway too, so I had that's moves. When you, that's when you was hit with the baby taser. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was hit with the exit door. Like, I don't know where to go after this. Right. <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess I got to turn around. Oh, man. Yeah, that's it for me, man. Not not, not a lot of uh, stuff going on um, right now. Going for the week. Out to Tennessee next week. Outside of Knoxville. Mm. Sounds interesting. I don't know. See how many Trump signs I see, how many Confederate flags, license plates I see. Yeah, I, I think I said there's only really four cities in Nashville, in Tennessee that uh, I think black people should be in. Hmm. You look like you're not from around here, aren't you? <laughs> you got your fancy Negro glasses on, your head's bald, and you're carrying fancy <laughs> photograph equipment. Do you even know how to use that? <laughs> Why do they even have you here? What do you do? You're stealing something? You're gonna? Are you stealing that equipment, sir? <laughs> I have the lemon. I'm supposed to be here. Ah, mm. I've seen the, you guys are tricky. You're tricksters. <laughs> you shift, shift, you're shifty shift. and you're tricksters and I know everything about you oh my god so that's it I mean the next time uh, I talk to you I'm talking to the audience now I'll be in Tennessee 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 yeah. Tennessee I've been to Tennessee I was trying to figure out where I went but I think it was Memphis it had to be because everybody's black so it was definitely <laughs> everybody's black everybody was black it was definitely Memphis Okay. Um, what's been up with me? I don't know if I said this last show or it happened after the last show, but um, I got my first book audible thing. Matter of fact, the last time we were, we recorded that morning, I had sent out auditions. And by the time we got off the show and I was looking in my emails, I got a response asking for, for me to do the voiceover for this woman's book. And uh, I was like, wow, that was a pretty good turnaround time. It was like my first three Audible auditions. So I've learned learned how to use Audacity, which is not that difficult, but it's just kind of not in my realm. But with ACX, I'm learning you have to basically, I have to do the recording and make sure it's within certain specs and all that stuff. So I'm making a makeshift, I guess, sound box in my basement now. So even more than when we're recording the podcast. So I have to get some sound proof in here. 
because I was hearing like an like a hum over thing, some things. And I think it was coming from just the, the 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 sounds of the wires or something like that. I got an old house, man. My house is like 135 years old, man. My house is my house. This my house. If you dig deep enough, there's probably like an underground railroad passage <laughs> to my fucking to the fucking foundation. This old ass house, but um, yeah. So that's basically it, man. I um, you know, trying to do this audible book thing. I, I did some more auditions and getting ready for that. We got the uh, Valentine's Day tomorrow, and uh, I'm gonna make a little crab boil for the wife. And uh, I bought her some tickets for this group called Moon. Moonlight, I think the name of the group's name is. I can't think. They they got some good, like a neo soul type of group. So we're gonna go see them. Uh, not tomorrow, but in the future. Other than that, you know, I'm alive, and uh, the planet has not been, uh, you know, destroyed by a, a fucking meteorite or something like that. So life is good. Yeah, is that headed for us? I heard it was 85 miles uh, wide. Is that the one? Same one? I, I don't know. I can't pay Listen, attention. every fucking, every time I, every time I wake up in the morning and I grab my phone, there's another meteorite, fucking asteroid, comet, something coming towards us that the mm. Space Force is going to have to knock out the sky. <laughs> space what was that movie? Don't Look Up? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Don't Look we're Up. Gonna, don't we're just going to wake up to a ball of fire and be like, oh shit, guess we didn't get the memo. <laughs> and Elon and Elon Musk and the rest of the motherfuckers will be on Mars partying. Uh, no, they won't. They'll just be right up, hovering above the uh <laughs> what's, what's that shit? Uh Elysium. <laughs> exactly. Elysium Did you watch that movie? Yeah, it was all right. I mean yeah, it was all right. Jodie Foster was a real piece of work in that movie, but it was okay movie. Yeah. I don't I don't really remember it. If I did remember the ending of it, I'd spoil it for you guys who haven't seen it because I'm the spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Movie Phone. Well, I spoil your movies. So other than that, man, um nothing else is up, man. That's that's pretty much my time. I um not much going on with me. I a con- a continuation of last week. I had all the trouble. If you listen to last week's episode, I had all this trouble getting into the city, the streets or whatever. So I, and I had to go, I had to go teach. So I get in the car, I leave like super early. So I get there on time, leave super early. Cause I'm expecting traffic and I got all these issues. Get in the car, go, no traffic, no nothing. I am parked in 35 minutes, shocked. And, and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't gunning it. I was driving slow, regular. I had prepaid my parking, $32 crazy i got time i stop i told y'all amazon go i get my coffee i get my, i'm gonna get my tea i get my bottle of water i'm walking into the school and there's an app that you have to use to access the building you had to submit your vaccination because you can't be in the building unless you're vaccinated so i'm trying to go through the app and it's not letting me go through it says no you you can't enter the building we don't have proof of your vaccination something like that i was like what's going on i was like because i just used the app the previous week no problem. And now, mind you, you have to do it every day. Every day you have to do it. Every day you're going to enter the building. So it's giving me the red flag. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So I was like, I was like, miss, I have my vaccine card here. She was like, nope, can't take your vaccine card. It's got to be in the app. So I call up the tech support. So there's like a couch in the lobby of the building. So I'm sitting on the couch, got my, got my tea. I delete the app, reinstall it. Same thing. Can't get it. Now, mind you, as I'm sitting there, I see my students walk past me and they're going in. So I know my students are in the class. Uh-huh. They're like, hey, professor. I was like, I'll be up there in a minute. I don't know what's going on. 
So I'm going, I'm going. I still can't get the thing to work. I call them back. They're like, okay, you, you got to call the, the, the security office and see if you can get a waiver. I call the security office. They forward me to somebody else. They're like, yeah, we have no control over it. Like the app is final say. So I go speak to the head of security on the floor. I'm like, here's my vaccine card. First of all, I'm like, you guys already have this card in the system. So I, I, I speak to his supervisor. Boom, boom, boom. Then I call the supervisor from my department because I have a cell phone number. I was like, listen, I'm sorry to bother you this time of night. I'm sorry to call you home, but I can't get in. And it's, and it's 30 people upstairs waiting for me to teach this class. They won't let me in the building. And he was like, Mac, there's nothing I can do. You're not the only person that this has happened to. He's like, find out what's going on, whatever. So I go in. He's like, you must have got an email that you missed. So I go to the woman at the door. I was like, so you're going to tell me that those 30 people up there, y'all just going to let me. I've been here. I was like, I've been here 10 years. And you guys, there's no one in the entire thousands and thousands of employees. There's nobody who can green like this until tomorrow. That's what you're telling me. Yep. So I had to send an email through the system, walk back to my car about 45 minutes after I got there and go home. I could not believe I felt like I wasted my entire night. And theirs. You still and get paid. And yes, but I have to make the class up. So, yeah, I got paid, but I got to make that time up. So, really, the parking and all of that, which I got to eat anyway. Yeah. Why yeah. isn't this class um, virtual? Is it you required know, that everyone is in the classroom? I think they're just trying to bring people back into the, into the room because the virtual thing is not the same. The other thing is, is... I don't want to say the name of the school. I'm sure I've said it in previous episodes, but they have a huge international population and everybody in my class is, is, is foreign born every single person in the class in this particular class. So I've seen over the years less and less. So, so that could be strategically that they're doing that. I don't know what's going on, but they have a huge international student population. So it could be that. I don't know when they, when they first sent it to me, I didn't, I forgot so, they had done it and I forgot that, that it was in person. Have you have you since fixed whatever the issue was with your um, access? As soon as I got home, I dug up the email, uploaded it. By the time I woke up, everything was fixed. But all of that, what, what I found out was they require everyone to have a booster. And I think that's wrong. Having Being vaccinated, cool. I don't think they should require everybody to have a booster. Now, I had the booster, but I hadn't updated my paperwork or whatever. So Wait, your fault. you think <laughs> right? So you wasted oh. these kids' time. Um, no. So you think it's okay for them to requ require the vaccine, but not the booster? I'm on the fence with requiring people to get the vaccine, but in a school situation, I think there's other things that you're, you 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 got to have mumps, how, measles. That's what I was about to say. How are things? you possibly on the fence so, with this? Because in order so, to register, you have to take certain shots get that and that's why i'm saying i don't have a problem with saying everyone has to be vaccinated but the booster is optional should be optional i don't know school and and your school anyway. particularly and we've talked about this before is notorious for making sure people have their vaccines and updated shots because when i had sure. when i was there one semester they were like oh when's the last time you took i don't even know what it was mumps or whatever uh mmr i don't even know i'm making shit up yeah. like i have a uh, Mumps, measles, Doctor Leon, Doctor ladies and gentlemen. But they they made me go take these shots, so I, I would be hard pressed right. for anybody to argue that you know you go into a certain university and they require you to take shots now. All of a sudden, is some type of infringement on your rights when they've been doing this? I think the last time I took a class there was probably almost ten years ago. 
I just I couldn't believe that I couldn't get in. My, I can't, I couldn't believe I, a that I couldn't get in with my vaccine card one, and I believe and I was flabbergasted that they didn't have anybody who this could prevent this from flabbergasted. He just flabbergasted. Did, really? did you wait? You really sound tra- like a Kevin right now. <laughs> what kind of transparency did you share with your uh, your students? Did you let them know it was your fault, or you just said it was the system? It's not my fault. It's the system. It, it was your fault. fault. You you got the email. You didn't do what you were supposed to do. I hope yeah, I that's check that what happened. I don't I don't check that e- I don't check that email every day. I check that Well, email. you should cuz that's where they sending it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Well, you might want to check that email. Check to that email and uh, maybe you might check it more often. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. you got to you got to you got to look at your you got to look at your uh, forms of communication, your lines of communication. You got to check them. See what's but, going but on. Why, why would you give your job a job an email that you don't check? No, no, no. It's 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 an email with the school, and I don't check it because you. I don't. I don't. Because there's not a lot of information every, that comes through that email. Everybody, everybody. There's no important information. No, it's no not that. It's not. Information comes through there. Nothing every, that he needs. Everybody, that everybody from the school uses my uses my business email. They all know to hit me. And you, business. when you say everybody from the school, are you talking about the people who sent you this particular email? <laughs> I'm, I'm, sorry, no, I'm talking about. I, I'm sorry, Mr. No. Burnett. We don't have that email address. <laughs> so we sent I'm, it to the email address you gave us, yeah. and you did. No, and this is no, not an email that I. This is an email this address they gave him, so they yeah, made it is, easier. This is my. This <laughs> is my email. Said, my look, all the important shit. We're going to send it here. So this is where you look. And you said, "All right, nah, whatever, whatever." I got my other email. Yo, I got check time. It Yo, I don't got time. Why don't, why don't, you, why don't you forward? Why don't you forward the email from the school to the email that you normally? <laughs> Because I get too much, I get too much email as it is. I'm, I hear what you're saying, but yeah. no, you have no time for that. Yeah, I, you know. Hey, I, listen, man, it boggles my mind that you presented this as if the system was broken. <laughs> right. The I, system is broken. I'm not. I'm. It's not broken. The <laughs> system <laughs> works if you check your email. That's the name of the episode. You the mean system works them. if you check your email. <laughs> Hold on. Check so, your email. So you, so let me ask you a question. What's the biggest company you've ever worked at? In terms of number of employees, in let's terms just say of number of employees. Let's just say number of, of the building. Let's, say, let's say yeah, no, yeah. Let's say number of employees. That's a good WPP a good is probably the biggest company I've ever worked for. Okay, great. So did they give you like a laptop or something like that when you were working there? No, I I was that? no, I was not an employee. So when you work at a at a big company and they give you a laptop. If something happens with the laptop at nine o'clock at night or 10 mm-hmm. o'clock at night, mm-hmm. there's a phone number you call and then somebody right. picks up if the company's big enough to fix mm-hmm. the computer. Right. <laughs> Try to help. Yeah. Tech support. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me that there was no way to bypass this being that I was vaccinated after 5 p.m.? When you, this might be one of the finest. You think you're special. You yeah, think you're special. You think that the system doesn't apply to you. Man. Hold up. And position. let me give you an analogy. Let me give you an analogy. If I send you an email and I say this laptop is not gonna function unless you do this, and you don't you don't see that email because you don't check the email that I gave you, who fucked up? Me or you? Understand, but Never go in your camera. analogy, Sir, I sent the email <laughs> even in, ten even days your, ago. Even, even, even in, even with that, 
yeah. I would be able to call tech support and somebody be able to unlock the laptop. That's well, the obviously, point. obviously, those things that allowed you to think that that could happen didn't work out for you this time. Those safety but they had their systems. Exist. They had right. their systems in place, and you Poor didn't follow the protocol that they laid out because it's their business, not yours. Poor, you didn't poor, follow the poor. protocol that they laid out, and then you blame them for the system not. The world it works. The system works. I, 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 the, system, I, the system works because I, everybody who who got boosted and provided yeah. and provided the proof got in the building. You were sitting so, outside while your students were inside. Yo, hold up. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know one thing. I want to know one thing. I want to. I want to know one thing. When they checked it, did that shit go? No. You better never tell your boss that you didn't look at that email. You called him at nine o'clock at night. I told him. I told him I didn't look at the email. I was like, he was like, yo, you probably missed the email. That's what, that's exactly what he said. He was like, that's nice way of saying dumb. He was like, he was like, he was like, yo, just dig the email up and follow the instructions. His boss was probably doing a line of coke off his wife's ass <laughs> and his phone rings. I gotta take this, honey. Shit. Don't, don't move that cheek. Yeah. I, I'm I'm sorry. That, that it is to me, it is bad management that there is no protocol or structure for I, a professor to be able you, to attend his class. Hold let me finish. That's how they for keep a professor. Terrible. To be able to, or a student, or a student to be able to attend their class when they have vaccination documentation that has not been submitted. It shouldn't be solely reliant on the app or technology. Come on, that's crazy. In a multi-million dollar organization, I just want to be clear. If you stood in the lobby and answered the email, you probably would have got in the building. But still, you take no responsibility. You're taking no responsibility oh, no. for why you didn't the email. get in the building. I should have checked the email. That's not so my then, issue. Then, then full stop. That's not my How issue. How you mad at somebody because issue. they didn't they didn't let you do what you wanted to do? He said the fact it's that not I what I wanted to do. I'm saying not my issue. That's not what I'm <laughs> it's saying. It's not your issue. Yeah. Right. That's not what I'm saying. They didn't what know that it was Mac Bonanza. Somebody else's fault. Okay. Okay. So it's somebody else's fault. So so when you construct a system. Mm-hmm. You don't put you don't put any license in in case people don't follow these say twelve because it's like it ain't one or two it's like well, twelve fifteen steps to be able here, to get here's, this here's the thing. this thing if if I thought if I thought that I was developing a system that was protecting the public health I would not allow a security guard that is probably not getting paid what he should get paid to decide whether he's going to let people in the building or not. You can't do that. There has oh, to be some. Let, pro- but you'll let it. You'll let the app do it. Do you it. can't. You can't. Uh, app. Uh, app. Uh, app has. Uh, app can't decide. Uh, the app uh, just verifies. There's. The there, app's not making I, a decision. The app is you, verifying. You can't the information tell me this. that I need. The information and, that re- that is required to enter this building. It just verifies that you submitted it. That's all and the app. fact. And the fact that and my issue is is they gave no one the authority. In, in this <laughs> multi-million dollar organization, okay. okay, who has the authority to be, able to be like to let me I, in? I know, who I know, I know. People are gonna, you are gonna, pay the the truth. Truth. Are gonna you have these bitches. issues. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Shoot okay. program. You live here. I run this. You just live here. I don't run it. I don't run it. Twenty-three oh, hour lockdown. Shoot program. 
<laughs> you be playing basketball in Pelican Bay. <laughs> you a wild supervisor. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you went straight, Karen. Oh, Kevin. Man. Well, maybe, Kevin. maybe, maybe this is this is New Jersey. We this is Jersey Mac. This, maybe this is maybe when I maybe because I moved out here, I have different expectations. That Yo, did you have a lot to build efficient? Did that you talking? forget to take? I your did actually. <laughs> I did. This 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 motherfucker had a nerve to, to have a lot. have a have a Starbucks drink in his hand while he was mm, riffing. Mm, mm. This motherfucker is a full fledged Kevin. Mm. I I almost got it. I almost got into it with the sister. Who who was the security guard? And I was like, it ain't her fault. She's just doing her job. You know what I'm saying? But she was sir. Crazy. Your shit says negative. You got to go on the app and fix something. I can't. That's above my pay grade, sir. It's above me now, sir. Sir, I just saw she ain't like. She was like, and she was like, well, that's why you standing outside. And I was like, and I got triggered. Oh, yeah, you probably said. Well, like, yeah, that's why you standing outside. Yeah. And, and that's everybody outside. How about that? Everybody can see it. All you had to do was answer your email. All you had to do is check your email. All, all you need to do, all you need to do of the five hundred people that are still working between no. five and six, How give two of them the ability. The building is the, the building ability is to let someone in. It's a thirty-two story building. You're in the lobby. No one, no one has the authority to green light it. No one, no one. Well, no, no people do. Uh, yeah, once, there once you put your protocol, you're not at that place. level. You're yeah. not at that level, bro. Not at that the level. authorities, the app. Not at that level. If you if you were at that if you were no at one, that level, you would no have the had, number. No one had <laughs> the authority to, the to let me in. <laughs> yeah, you sound so right. Kevin right now. Moving on. Moving Kevin. on. What's good, people? This is Alaric. If you like the show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding Forty on IG, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit. Um, Tumblr. Did I say Tumblr? Fluor. That's new. It's brand new. Just came out. Fluke. Etsy. Pinterest. Friendster. Hamster. Ex-hamster. Oh, wait. That's my private account. Don't follow that. Your boy Van Jones from CNN has decided to have a child with a friend of his. And... He came out publicly saying, we just, we're friends. We just, he wanted another child and his friend wanted another child. So they decided to conceive a child together and they're, and he's dubbing it conscious co-parenting. How do you guys feel about that? About having a, a, a child in this way and raising a child in this way intentionally? It's not something I would have ever wanted to do, but I don't see, I don't see why it's controversy or it's a news story. People have been doing this. People have done it before Van Jones or Clown Jones, as I like to call them. <laughs> oh, you got that in. Um, I I think it's For novel sure. in the sense that it, it reminded me, like when, uh, particularly when you were in college, and you'd have this uh, friend, and you'd be like, "Well, you know, if, if neither one of us get married and we don't have any kids, let's you and I have a baby." This seems to me like that's what they did. They actually just were like, "Yo, I want a baby. You want a baby. Let's go half on this baby." And I I was curious, is this the new reality for what family looks like in our culture? Because it's not we had a romantic relationship and it it ended. It's you and I both are going into this knowing that we're not ever going to be romantically involved, or at least not intentionally. And we're going to have a baby. Like, how how does that build in terms of family dynamics? And that's not to say people can't 
have a co-parenting relationship. But I think when it comes from a space where there was some type of romantic interest, makes it hard and then easier going forward. Well, how's the how are they actually doing the doing the deed, or is it artificial insemination? Like, what what's the problem? What's I don't the, know. They don't say, but that I get into that it. that occurred to me as well. You know, I I you know that's got to be part of the deal. But in, in this in such a scenario, right? It, maybe it's a friend that you have for a long time. She friends on you. You liked her, whatever, and you know you make this agreement. You're gonna go half on this baby. At what point do you inform her that you had a vasectomy 10 years ago? (laughs) (laughs) And then does that become illegal in some way? Uh, That is false advertising. That is fraud. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Although you could say I've heard of. I don't do artificial impersonation. (laughs) I don't do that. We're getting in the fuck truck and it's happening. <laughs> the only dick to vagina contact. That's in my contract. I can't do artificial penetration or whatever they call it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it just strikes me as odd um, in a way. And I'm, I'm just curious of what kind of impact this is going to have in terms of family structure and how families are built. It's turning into a financial thing. It, you have to have money in order to raise a child or to have a child. I mean, you don't, but you do. It, 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 you fare better having a child with someone who may have the financial means and the, you know, you know them as a good person. So you, you know, it's, you're actually picking someone out without having any emotion attached to it. As far as you're involved with them, you're in love with them. You're in a relationship with them. It's totally objective in your, in your viewpoint, as far as this person, especially if you've never had any sex with them or any type of relationship, you're just looking at them as a person, their representation to you. And you go, Fuck it, let me have a kid with this person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So that that makes us even more transactional. Yeah, I say does, oh, does the money does the money but, impact but, but, that decision? But the whole but the whole love the thing of love as a construct and 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 um in today's society is fairly new. It's like the the, the whole diamonds for for a fucking engagement ring. That shit is all money manipulated bullshit. Because most countries around the world and they still do it in India. They marry for money. It's always been about money and convenience. Uh, um, uh, maybe, maybe bringing together two families, or but n- the, 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 I'm, what I'm saying is the whole thing of this love thing, this this Hollywood version of it. I'm saying mm-hmm. love, love. You know, you love your wife, whatever. I'm, what I'm talking about this whole Hollywood version of it. This what they've created holidays about, which is we'll talk. We're talking about tomorrow. You go now to the supermarket. Everything's a fucking heart and 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 everything else. So they do that on purpose. But the con- the way the construct is now is, I mean, you might as well, if you're going to have a child or bring a child in today's world, you need to have two responsible people who can financially support this child and give them the emotional and everything they need. Yeah. Even more important than the, the finance is be stable, caring people. Well, absolutely. You absolutely. Know, but I don't see I don't see why it's controversial. I don't even see why it's in the news. Why does anybody care? Because Van Jones said something. He's a no. I don't. Did, I mean, aside, from, aside from Van Jones, I, I, he probably well. He he, he made it public. He made it public. He made it a statement. And in terms of money, he just got a hundred million dollars from Jeff Bezos. So no, he did. My, my you will is really why? throw any type of fact out there, won't you? He no, did not he get a hundred million dollars. Got a hundred million dollars. 
<laughs> he's muted himself because he, <laughs> he got a hundred million dollars. <laughs> All right. My question is, how are you just going to lay down with a with a hole like that? You know, like, oh, my God, you just what is she thinking? Wow. She's thinking she wants a baby. Huh? I'm, first of all, I'm not I'm not co-signing the the whole. Uh, 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 oh, well, Van Jones is definitely a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely a hoe. He he was hoeing for Trump. I, he was I don't, hoeing for Trump. Oh, oh, you really? He was walking. You were committed to, to get this into the show. I got yes. like that. You you um, got you got you got such I a feel stiff bad for him. I don't understand that pause. I don't know why why you got such a like you. You know what? Because I liked that. him. I liked him a lot. I thought he was the voice of reason for a long time. But then I found why out can't he be just, the why can't he be the voice of reason not. still? Because he's if not. The things you that he says you cannot. You cannot reason with a Trump. You cannot. But because they're the not reasonable that he people. Says on his job is to be thoughtful and insightful on camera. Listen to me. If that's what he does, and he does that well, and he does that to our benefit. Well, that's he, that's that's he, the debate. That's the debatable part. Because you could say someone is saying Sean Hannity is doing the same. So okay, it's, okay. But, but, it, but, if, but if you if you saw a picture of of Sean Hannity cheesing it up with Umar Johnson, you know what I'm saying? With Dr. Umar, they, they, yeah. the right wing ain't gonna throw think, him out. You don't think I'm gonna question gonna, Umar now? But first of all, am I gonna No 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 I, but is the is but the right wing isn't gonna throw out it's, uh, I don't uh, care what they're doing. I'm just they're, saying. What they're doing doesn't help me. We got to stop being the moral police for our people. Well, if who we is? Otherwise, otherwise there'll be Who's nobody protect, left. Uh, who is going to we protect gotta stop, us? You, you who gotta is going stop to protect right, us? You got to stop right fighting for every little thing that people here's, do in their personal lives. Otherwise, here's, here's we will have nobody left to tell our story. Here's the thing. No that one is know. perfect. When we look at no history... One, we can now clearly see those people who who were betraying us the entire time. The guy who was the informant for the FBI who turned in, uh, testified against Marcus Garvey. We can see that now. Those people who who murdered Malcolm X. We can see that now. We couldn't see it at the time. Cointel Pro. We can see that now. So we have to protect ourselves. We have to be careful who we align ourselves with. And if you show anything other than standing with us, if you're standing with them and us, nah, bro, I can't trust you like that. Can't do it. I've never, I've never seen, I've never seen Van Jones. So get you on can't camera. go beyond. It's like this: you you can't and, go and beyond defend, the velvet and, rope. You can't come beyond the velvet rope. He's no, got to no, stand nobody, by the rope. No, nobody's nobody's perfect. So I know when access I, when access is more important to you. That's because that's 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 what he was so happy about. That's what made him so elated in those pictures was his access to power. That's what he was most happy about. He had the whole. He he got to shake them little hands. He's he's had access for a long time, so I don't think he's not new to the camera. He's not new to the. He's bigger than he's ever been, but I don't think Why he's think not. He's is? not. I don't, Why do you think I he's bigger than he's ever been? Why do you think he's bigger than he's ever been? Because he put the work in. He put the work in. There's a lot of other people that put, Joy Reid put the work because, in. She put because, the. She, because she earned her spot. The reason why. The reason why. The reason why. Same basket. Come on, man. I'm the just, reason I'm why Van Jones is so big right now. The reason why Van Jones is so big right now is because he lets. He's the voice of the right that says, "See, he's a good one. He's the good one that they look at. He he's trying to bring things together. He's trying to. He's trying to. He's trying to make those Negroes docile. He's a good one. We we like him. I don't know about all yeah. that, but okay. All right. Yeah. That's why that's why they give him a hundred million dollars. Yeah. I, I, I like the, I like don't the things. Fight. I like 
I like a lot of the, not everything, but I like a lot of the things that he says. I like the way that he frames the argument. And I think he tries to listen to the other side. And I think too, and you know, I, on this show, I fight a lot of times for us to at least look at, examine, listen to the other side. Oh, you look at you know, you know, you, check. You know you something, the, you, the <laughs> you know <laughs> something. That's it. That's your new. That's your new nickname. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, Van Burnett. <laughs> no more, Mister Rook. <laughs> now it's Mister Jones, Mac Jones, Van Jones Junior Junior. <laughs> All, All right. right. Okay, moving on. This is the Bishop T. Jakes. And when I'm not preaching to my flocks, I listen to the Toad 40. Praise the Lord and boy, help them boys. Another story about our illustrious mayor, New York Mayor Eric Adams, once again, has brought up a old, old argument against hip hop, saying that he listened to drill music and he feels like it encourages violence and that it should be banned. I cannot believe we're back here and I cannot believe this is coming out of a mayor of New York City, let alone a black man. But what do you guys think about this? What, what, first of all, what is drill music? Drill music is like it's like Chief Keef. It's like it's the it's the it's very it's very it's like it's kind of like hardcore Mumble rap rap music. Yeah, no, you talking about it's all all the uh the hip hop music. He's right. So like Chief Keef, it kind of started out of Chicago. So all the music, when we talk about people are indicting themselves, talking about they're going to kill or they've killed certain people, that genre is considered drill music. Oh, snitch rap. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Basically. That's what we would snitch call rap. it. Okay. Snitch rap. But it's, it's, rap it's, snitches. it's, rap it's, snitches. it's prevalently violent. Like, you, like you were doing earlier. Um, but it's, you I know, that nigga. Exactly. Macking him. Pop Pop Smoke was probably the biggest artist to come out of like that Brooklyn drills music. Right. So So, yeah, so here we are with um, and he he actually was watching a video and what he's trying to do is get the social media platforms to ban drill music videos um, off of their platforms in in the same sort of argument that social media platforms ban Trump with information that was harmful to the public interest. Mm-hmm. You know, you know I, what this reminds me of this. This rem- you guys remember when for like that about fifteen minutes, uh, horror rap was a thing. Kind yeah. of remember, remember, like after Red Man came Grave out, there Diggers. was this Grave Diggers. It was all these groups that came mm-hmm. out that was like horror rap. They tried mm-hmm. to ban that because they thought it was Did too they? dark. I don't remember that, but that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, for like a hot second. Well, this reminds me of like see Dolores Tucker and her her stance against hip hop and. I don't know if he's gonna, you know, dump some CDs on the street and roll them over with a <laughs> with a dump <laughs> truck. What was it? Yeah. Well, NWA. I mean, I think this is no. A bad, it was uh, this is, two live crew. Two live crew. I think this is this is a bad idea. You cannot stifle art. It's a bad idea to even attempt it because that was that's what makes it bigger, right? And I don't have I don't like this music. I don't particularly dig it. It's not for me. It's not aimed towards me. And to try to ban it off of YouTube is kind of ridiculous. But what I think they could do is maybe, I don't know, say, you know, like MTV, you can't have a firearm in a music video and it play on MTV. If you wanted to do something like that, but the but words, you, you can't stop that. 
Because if you they're know, not watching it on YouTube, they're gonna watch it on World Star. They're gonna they're gonna watch it on TikTok. You know, they're, gonna, they're gonna develop their own app. Right. That'll happen too. This is, you this is a ridiculous that. argument for him to get into. Yeah. Um, and I actually do like some. Uh, one song that comes to mind that I actually love is uh, that Chief Keef song. Um, that's the shit I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my joint. I mean, in general, there's a lot of rap I don't pay attention to. And it's all, I think, uh, not all, but a lot of it is, is is could be considered dangerous. So I don't know, man. I, I And I think in terms of addressing it, Instead of going to MTV, how about finding the budget for resources to help kids have programs where right. they're not actually exactly. getting certain activities? That that so you know what? Hold up, exactly because that is the that's the shit I'm, I was about to say. In that, if they address the problems that these kids are talking about, then they wouldn't be no rap. They wouldn't rap about it. Like, there's a reason why the shit is popular, right? Because it because in some areas that's how the element lives. That's how folks live. And it's appealing to people. It's 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 oh wow, I got he's gonna drop he's gonna drop another song to tell who's 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 he murdering next week. You know what right. I'm saying? It's like <laughs> this shit right. is crazy though. But like, you know, that's that's where we are right now. You know what I mean? But they he wants to address the bullet hole, not the fact, not the thing with not the gun itself, right? He just wants to address the problem and talk about that shit. And it's 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 another political fucking theater. Theater, yeah. yeah. This is bullshit. And this is why I think he is. Adams is such on he's so on the wrong side of things. You can't get more wronger. And I just want him to focus on things that actually matter. But every time he's in the news, it's for some nonsense. Silly shit. Like, I want to hear what is your plan for this city? I don't care that you eat fish and you want to call yourself a vegan. Like, what what are we talking about? (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) What are we talking about? He was eating vegan fish. <laughs> it's like come fish on, only man. ate vegetables. Oh man, this dude. He 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 may at this rate, he is going to go down as one of the worst mayors of this city. Wow. He has got yeah. to get himself together. Awful. I, I think he should definitely jump off this platform and I don't know why you want to tackle this. This has you know what? I I think he, he sounds like an old man. Yes who this is the reason why there's gang violence in the streets because this music exists. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. This is the source of it. No. Somebody needs to pull his, te- his coattail. This exists because the conditions exist. Exactly. exactly. That's what I'm saying. They, they know they know the truth. It's just they just want to they want this is a way to sound like you're doing something without having to do anything. Hmm. Right. You, what, what, how, like you said, how are you going to fight it? Really? You're gonna get on your fucking soapbox. You're gonna talk shit about it, but you're not gonna be able to stop it. Now, you now if if anything, you just made it more popular. Exactly, because right. people who had no right. idea about this have now now. So it's now, in other cities or other places in the country where the violence is on a, is on a tipping point, you throw certain music in the mix. Is it gonna cause people to start shooting things up? Hell no. But it's just like you know that that that's the, that'll be the argument. Oh, that's the reason why why it, why it happened because no, the fact I that motherfuckers Eric, can't eat caused the problem. I think. Eric- I think Eric Adams likes the camera a little too much. I think he likes the camera. And I think a lot of the things that he does, the the things that he, the things that he did to get in front of the camera to become mayor, he is trying to continue to do those things because there's been like arrests and there's been other things that he didn't necessarily need to be at. 
But when it's high profile enough, he shows up and he gives a speech and Mr. Mayor and 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 I think he likes the camera more than he likes the title. Well, he's 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 always kind of been a, uh, somebody who's looking for the media's attention because that used to be his old job. But I think he needs to readjust to his new job. I think you I think you're absolutely right. And and by the way, a side note: Did you see the Bumzio's uh, res- uh, remark about? Oh, it's not so easy running. Yo, do y'all like anybody? Y'all hate everybody. <laughs> the Blasio, the Bumzio, the Bumzio, Blasio. Why don't he? Um, he why don't he just go somewhere and and, and, and Why did yeah. he even comment? Why did he comment on? Why a just go season? eat a dick somewhere. Because he's 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 petty. He did a shitty job, and he well, did a shitty well, job. Did, he knows he did. But a did Eric? Job. Did did Eric Adams throw 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 darts at him when he was running? Yeah, he'd been talking to Eric Adams, talk shit about the Blasio. The bottom line is this. You're out of office already. And if you had did a great job and, and everybody was like, oh, we're, we're so sad to see you go. And they were fucking crying in the streets. Then he wouldn't have nothing to say because he knew he left it in a good spot. But the, the fact that he's saying something is because he knows he did right. a shitty fucking job in his last term. Shit, one year into the fucking mayorship, he's he's running for president and doing all this other dumb shit. Yeah. Fucking clown. I think he's his political clown. career is probably over in the U.S. He's a clown. As it be. Did, he's did a you clown. say New York or in the country? I don't know why. In New York. I mean, I don't know if he moves to Connecticut and runs for something oh, else. Like, yeah. I think it's a wrap in New York. He's a clown. Now now his wife can finally I, leave him and, 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 and live her life as, as a lesbian woman like she's always wanted to. <laughs> Allegedly. Whoa. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> fucking corny, shit. fucking wow. corny ass, and his corny ass kids that he got the son to grow <laughs> oh, an afro. He told his son to grow an afro. The daughter, if you ever look at the daughter, the daughter's like, "I'm not with this bullshit." Get the fuck out of here. Let me go Yo. smoke this blunt. Yo, Kuba, fuck you, dad. Kids ain't safe. <laughs> fuck you, dad. I'm smoking this Yo. blunt. Yo, Listen Kuba, cut Red all that, man. man. Why? They're grown adults. Talk about people, talk about people adults. kids like that, man. Them kids ain't run for office. He did. Don't do that. What? Yeah, kids ain't run for office. Them. Why are you targeting? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Mother oh, so that's targeting. that's a bad representation now? That's a bad representation now because he's because he's rocking an afro? That's a bad representation now? Bad representation. I, didn't, I didn't say it was a bad representation. I said his father told him to grow an afro so he'd look more ethnic so he can win the black vote like he fucking did. That's how he won the fucking mayor. He got his son out there. He pimped his kid. He pimped his wife. And he fucking pimped his daughter. And the daughter looked like she ain't want to have nothing to do with it. Because she always looked high at the fucking press conference. Like she just finished smoking up a fucking fat one. <laughs> smoking Kush in the parking lot. Well, she came up in the motherfucking studio and shit. I'm I like, feel like Damn, I don't ain't got nothing to eat. This, but it is funny. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> Motherfuckers all got sensibility now and shit. That shit is funny. Oh, wow. That's funny. That's good stuff. Hey, what about this week in racism? Yeah, let's let's do that. All right. (laughs) I know you thought last week was bad, but let me tell you about this week in racism. This week in racism. There was a series from various different providers of NFTs that were created of Black people that could be bought and sold as slaves to be used in the metaverse. And some of those also included images of George Floyd, Trayvon Martin, and other people who've been the victims of police violence. 
it is being recommended. And uh, now a lot of them have been pulled down, but the problem is the way that, that NFTs work is once they are created, they, they always exist. And we debated talking about this because we didn't want to have people searching for it and looking for it and giving it more light and exposure because the more attention an NFT gets, it increases the value of those NFTs. Um, so what do you guys think about this? What's next? And how how do you think that the, the platform should respond? So it's like, what, 4.5 seconds before racism showed up. <laughs> that bus is never late, son. Like, who the fuck... Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like I, I, I did a thing on TikTok about it. I thought, you know, a lot of people, you know, we make jokes about racism and and and, and we, we make these we create these caricatures in our head of these ignorant hillbilly people who, you know, rednecks or what have you. We, you know, that's what we see in our heads a lot of times. And, you know, we see the high profile racism racists out there, but you don't think about the everyday racist like the motherfuckers that created these programs or created these NFTs. It's like, yo, you a regular programmer and you thought that that would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. And you had to have achieved this. Is, again, it's, it's not a stupid man's game. So you had to have achieved a certain level of intelligence to be able to do what you do. And this is what the fuck you create. Like, why? What the fuck was you thinking? You know what I'm saying? And then it's 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 um it's the metaverse. It's it's not even real, right? <laughs> you bringing this shit to the matrix? God damn! Like what? What was the need that they felt for yeah. creating this? Like why James Baldwin uh, in that movie? Uh, he did. There was a film about one of the books that he wrote. I'm not your Negro, and he's asking the question why the white man had to create a nigger, right? Mm. I'm not a nigger, but you needed to create this image of what a nigger was in order to make yourself feel better or to make your put yourself on a higher platform. And they brought it to the next place. Like if if human beings will eventually live in a virtual world, we will experience a lot of things in the virtual world. They brought it to the virtual world. Yeah. So even in even in their fantasies, this is the space that we occupy. We still can't be equal in their fantasies. Mm. What is wrong with them? What is wrong with some of these folks? Some of these, some of these, I guess this is where they where they derive their power and their and their place in the world. Yeah. And you you stole what I was going to talk about in terms of Baldwin, because he he goes on further to say, if you have to question talking to white people. Why is it that you need a nigger? And that's what that's the piece that keeps. And I talked about this last week. I think the psychosis of this whiteness is bizarre to me that even in or every space that you occupy, you have to be the thing that people look up to and you have to do it by demeaning and degrading others. Right. This is a bizarre way of looking at the world. And. I was also watching this other uh, documentary. I can't remember the name of it, but it was talking about how, oh, uh, uh, the one masterclass with uh, Cornell West and uh, Jelani Cobb and a bunch of others, uh, Hannah Nicole Jones. And and someone makes the point that if you look at the the particularly the civil rights movement, it was motivated by love and finding equality for everyone. Mm-hmm. It was not motivated by trying to 
make white people or other people or put them in in inhumane situations or replace our situation or put them in our situation. It was all meant to create a full and robust human experience for everyone. Mm -hmm. And the fact that even people who have been subjugated and treated the way that they have in this country still have the compassion and capacity to want everyone to realize freedom should shock the conscience because what they should be asking for is revenge. But they're asking for everyone to be treated equally under the law. And white folks still, even in the imaginary spaces that we will begin to take up, still have to bring whatever this hatred is that is connected to them so deeply, they have to bring that into this new space. Bizarre. So apparently the get this apparently the who whoever was the creator of it said it's now been taken down but they said that first they they changed it to expand to white asian etc but they said initially this project was inspired by black lives matter and also in honor of george floyd and then they switched it up and I, said with with it, i want to interrupt yeah, you i want to interrupt you because i think that's bullshit i think that was the way of them being able to put it out there and not have any suspicion around what they were actually doing. And it, well, let me finish. Let me me finish. And then you, because they have a whole statement. I know the concern about that is I don't want us to present it as if that's, they, they were being earnest in their position. Whether they were earnest or not, you get like, we we report, you decide, right? Like, you know what I mean? We are not reporters. Let's get that very clear. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to on the scene though. They're on the scene. (laughs) now on on the same and this is from vice this is this is i'm reading an article on vice so i think you know vice you know tries to do the same with this project we want to show everyone that we will never forget the victims and suffering of our ancestors we must remember this history so it does not happen again um and then they say we apologize to those who've been offended by our project but we were here only with good intentions peace to all and then they said where is it at other purpose of the project was that they were trying to show that everyone is a slave to something. No, I'm about to, I would, I would, I would want to slap this person. Like I want to see the picture of the person. If they live in Brooklyn, <laughs> see them, it should be on site. You're going That's bullshit. What you're saying to me is nonsense. It was called meta slave. Like you chose that name. You chose that as the title. It wasn't about, it didn't say, we're all slaves. Whoever it didn't say this is in honor of George. But how do you buy and sell people, even if they're not real people? The idea of buying and selling people, real or unreal, you're not selling an avatar. You and, are selling them as slaves in this metaverse. And how do you use images of black people and suggest that you're somehow counteracting what slavery is or what, what it meant? what it means in the, in the, in real life. Like, right. This is, this is absurd. That's why I reject everything that they supposedly said to use the words that they use to uh, promote this project or to promote the projects. And it's, it's disgusting. Actually. The only, the only way I would have even believed this statement, if, if he put it up as meta slaves and every one of the slaves was a form, the, uh, the former presidents of the United States up until Barack Obama Mm. in chains. Then I might believe you. 
That might. would have been worthwhile. Yeah. I would have bought and, and bought not that. even just presidents, <laughs> all types of uh, oligarchs and 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 CEOs. Then yeah. we're talking about something. Put the queen in chains. No, no queen ain't going for that. I want to tell you about a, a group of fucking Mulians, right? They called the Code of Forty. I watch these guys on fucking YouTube. Great guys, right? I also listen to their podcast. But get this. These fucking guys are crazy. They left a fucking telephone number for you to leave a message with them, right? It's 608-618-4040. It's 608-618-4040. I like to call them sometime and break their fucking balls and call them movies and stuff like that. You can do all that stuff. What's going to happen? They're going to come get you. Forget about it. 608-618-4040. It's your fucking life already. Who are you looking <laughs> forward to seeing um, most? Uh, uh, who's performing? Snoop, Dre, Kendrick, Mary oh, J. Talk about Snoop buying Death Row Records again. Oh, yeah, man. we got to talk about that. Let's talk about that next week. That. That, was, that was that's that was such a huge move. That's such a huge move. Um, I think I'm, I'm I think I'm most excited to see um, surprise guests because I'm wondering is Mary going to bring out mess? Those kinds of things. I'm really, really looking for the surprise guest. But I, I am excited to see Dre because you don't see Dre come out the house too much. So I'm excited to see Dre. Snoop, I'm, I'm Snoop's all over social media. He's making, he's cooking in the kitchen. He's doing everything. He's he's hosting sports shows. But uh, I'm, I've I think I'm most Snoop excited. In, to see. Uh, concert. He's he's fun. Yeah, he's dope. But but I, but I but you see Snoop all you see Snoop regularly. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. See no, Dre. I get what you're saying. I agree. You know. Dre, Dre don't, don't come out. It's going to be the exciting part of the show. No, I'm just saying, but it's 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 not often you get to see him. That's all I'm saying. So they I'm said that he's that. coming out in his wrecking crew outfit. <laughs> <laughs> his hammer pants and a Jerry curl. Oh, uh, man. I'm looking forward, obviously, to see Mary and do her uh, classic moves, do her two step, kick, yeah. kick step, yeah. kick step, Mary dance. Yeah. yeah, we were doing it upstairs in the kitchen. Uh, with our daughter, we were trying to show her, like, Mary's about to do this. You know, it's going to be fun. What about you, Vin? What do you mean? Best part of the show? What are you looking forward to? I don't... I mean, the hip-hop... Are you going to watch it, first off? Probably not. Yeah, that's what... Probably not. Wow. That's the energy I I was getting from you. I'm going to go upstairs right now and and feast on this delicious soup my wife just made. I don't give a fuck who's playing, who's the halftime. I'll see this shit on IG a hundred times, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. You know what I mean? I, 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 whose titties popping out? Is Mary's titty going to pop out? I guarantee you it will not. It will, I guarantee Mary, you it will is, not. It, are we going to see Mary's 50-year-old titty tonight? Mary, do not want to mess uh, up that power I check. wouldn't mind seeing that, but you said it like it was going to be a problem. Yeah, you did kind of say it like that. You know. Oh, all right. So. Yeah. See that Mary Titty. Mary <laughs> G Blige. Titties. What about you, Rick? Uh probably Kendrick Lamar, because um I've never seen him I've never seen him perform live. And I'm a I'm a fan for sure. I'm a fan. Oh, we forgot to even mention Eminem's gonna be on the stage, but Oh, is he? Yeah. I haven't seen him in any of the artwork. Maybe I didn't I thought, I thought it was uh, Dre. He was in a commercial. Was yeah, he? Dre, yeah. Eminem, Snoop. Mm-hmm. Kendrick, Mary he's gonna, J. He's going to oh, pop out of Dr. Dre's chest. <laughs> now that I want to see. Eminem's going to pop Hi, out. my name is. I, you know, I, I, I just, I know Eminem can rap, but I've just never really been a fan of his kind of rap. 
Mm. His style was never. He's clever. He's M, catchy. M, if, if M <laughs> if, like if M wasn't white, he would be held in a different regard. Think, yeah, I don't think he would have gone as Slim yeah, Shady. That's like, true. None of those beats were like none of those were bangers. They weren't for they weren't for our, this audience. They were for the hot. Uh, uh, power, Did you Z one hundred? It was Rick. Rick, I want you. I want you to go back and listen to his first album. Just the first one. The whole thought, album. I thought he was about to yeah. spit his drink out. <laughs> <laughs> Choked on the ice. I I don't have I don't have a single Eminem album. I've never heard an Eminem album. The only thing I've ever heard was on the radio or a video. I've never mm. heard an Eminem album. First album. I'm gonna do that tomorrow. I'm gonna listen to the first one. First album. First album was solid. Second album was first album was a rap rap album, and um, and second album wasn't bad. Some of the stuff that he's doing with the he's rhyming so fast and all of that, and he's doing the twister thing or whatever. I I can't get with all of that. But lyrically, he's he's dope. He's dope. Only Eminem song I can say I like is the one from the movie. Oh yeah, I like it so much I can't even think of the title. Movies. But I do like that song. <laughs> what his name? Is something out. about his mama's spaghetti, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Man, I don't like that one too much. Lose yourself, isn't it? Yeah, lose yeah. yourself, move yeah. yourself, something with yourself in it. Yeah, that's the only one I like. And He's the album got Jay Z. Is it? Is it Renegade? Yeah, yeah. Is does, him Jay Z and, does, and Rakim? No, no, him and Jay Z. He him does body. Now the song he did with Nas and EPMD. That was hot. That was a hot. Telling you, right there. He's I'm telling right. you, he's he's nah. That was hot. I I, I don't even like it. Lyrically, lyrically, Let me just tell you something. <laughs> she was high. You know see, <laughs> right. uh, right, thirty seconds all right. left. We, all right, yeah, yeah. Ahead. We about to, we about to get into the top five, and that's a, we've done that already. So, all right, guys, that has been another exciting episode of the Coding Forty. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend, and give us a call at 608-618-4040 and tell us what you think about the show. Good, bad, or indifferent. Even if you like Van Jones, it's fine. You can call us and tell us that. All right, guys, we love you. Thank you for listening. Peace. Peace. Hey, when's the next episode? Every Friday. <laughs> Peace. I'm out. <laughs> Decoding 40.